Hi, my name's Laura, and I write a blog on life after cancer about what it was like being diagnosed and treated for breast cancer in my 30s during a global pandemic. These podcasts are the narrated version of blogs which you can find on my website, life-after-cancer.com. Thanks for listening. So I have cancer and other ways to break the news. A few things before I get into the main part of this blog. My approach of just being honest and open about it all worked for me. Some people are more private and feel the need to be more discreet. You just have to do what's right for you and what feels best. There's no right or wrong with any of this. Just when I think I've got a grip on things, I've been surprised about how I felt about something. Little things I thought I wouldn't be bothered by actually really bothered me. For example, the initial outpouring of support. It was lovely, it was so kind, and I genuinely appreciated people's sentiments. But I soon dreaded the post coming, as chances are it would either be an appointment letter, a results letter, a card or a gift, and it would just be another reminder that I had cancer. I'm not covering in this blog about how I broached the topic with my son, who was four at the time. That will be for a more in-depth future post, as it was something I did over time and approached differently at different stages of treatment. So when did I tell people? Those closest to me I told before I went for my biopsy. Although at the time I was hopeful it was a cyst, I knew there'd probably still be a follow-up and I'd still need time off work and I was a bit preoccupied with the worry and people would know something wasn't quite right. They were also the first people I told after that first breast clinic appointment. Some by a phone call, others by a personalised message. Everyone else I told around the same time that I was getting the results for my follow-up biopsies, but before all the treatment began. Why did I tell people? I told my family before I went, as we have a trait we all share where we want to protect each other and don't want to cause unnecessary worry. I've been on the receiving end of this several times by certain family members in particular, and I've given them a stern dressing down, which included, you should have told me each time. So to practice what I preach, I told them. And I also made a point of telling them why I was telling them so that if they were ever ill in the future, they'd remember and give me the same courtesy back. I don't often get on a high horse, but when I do, I make sure I get the point across. I was open with working with colleagues as I was taking time off work, and I'm quite close to a few people there, and I know they'd know that something wasn't quite right. I told my other friends and family as again, although I wasn't sure what was going to be happening, I didn't want to just suddenly disappear off their radar. We were in lockdowns across the country, so we were already quite isolated. I'm being very general here, but there can sometimes be a generational difference in the approach to the C word. It used to be considered quite a shameful thing, but in more recent years, we understand it better. It's become more widely spoken about and it's a lot more common than people realise. I think it was also important to me to be open and honest so that those near to me felt able to talk about it with others too. I don't think for one second that they gossiped about me, but if my mum wanted to speak to her friends and offload about how she felt having her youngest daughter go through that... Why shouldn't she get that support? Yes, I'm the one diagnosed with it, but I'm not alone in this by any means. There was also the part of me that wanted to let people know early on, so that if it was worst case scenario, people could have time to adjust and that the message wasn't going to be more unexpected. Hey, so I'm going to die soon. How did I tell people? I've mentioned previously that because we were in lockdowns, I couldn't see people face to face. I had to do all my news breaking over the phone, by text, messenger, using social media. My parents live down the road, so I could stand on their doorstep and have a distance chat, but it's been a quiet road and it's not very private. 
attended to see them in person so they could have a bit of reassurance that I was physically okay. As for what I actually said to people, I've embedded in the blog post, my social media post, where I actually broke the news. From my days working with the police and mental health, I learned that if I have something to say, then just to say it, not to dance around the topic, but just be honest and tell it like it is. Close friends got a personalised message before I sent my Instagram post out. I told my parents what I was going to do and when I was going to do it so they could expect to speak to family um, or expect messages should they want to. So the Instagram post, which I also shared on Facebook, read, PSA, I've got breast cancer. No right way of saying it, but yeah, there it is. In a week's time, I'll find out exactly how much of my breast they're taking and find out more about the chemotherapy, radiotherapy and medication I'll be on for at least the rest of the year. Any sort of reconstructive surgery will be next year, six months after the treatment finishes due to COVID risks. I've been seen amazingly fast since I discovered my lump and COVID hasn't affected treatment in any way. Let this be a lesson for getting help if you need it during these weird times. I have no idea how I'll be over the next few months, but I think there'll be times where I'm not about as much and times where I may share loads. I'll be up for any stupid distractions, memes and bad jokes as usual. Any practical advice from people who've been through similar also welcomed. Thank you for the lovely support from those of you who've known about me discovering the unwelcome intruder. I don't do well with people looking after me as I'm used to doing it for others, so this feels incredibly alien. Hairdressers need support too during COVID, so please don't shave your head in support. Thanks to cosplay, I already have a stock of wigs I know I can rock. It's crap, but it's hopefully contained, and treatment should mean that I can get on with my life and be cancer-free in 2021. PSA over. How do I tell people now? If I haven't been dealing or known the person in the last year, then there's a good chance they don't know I've had cancer or I'm still receiving treatment for it. Often I may not say anything unless they need to know. It can come into conversation if I make an offhand comment about feeling fatigued, having a fuzzy memory or having a hot flush. I wear various hair pieces and there has been the odd remark on my hair change which sparked me disclosing. It's likely that the longer I go from treatment, then the less it will come up in conversation. I'm fine with telling people. It's not a shameful thing to have and I can talk about it without becoming too emotional so I don't feel the need to be private or hide it. There are days where I just don't want the cancer conversation so those will be the ones where I tend to brush over it with a smile or just carry on. An example conversation. Them. Oh, you've had the big chop. Me. Uh, No, actually, um, I had chemotherapy last year. This is my regrowth. Them. Oh, well, at least you get to go through all those different hair lengths now. Me. I'd rather have not needed to. And then change the subject. If I'm honest, I used to worry about how people may react or feel bad about them not knowing what to say. But once I got to the point about not really caring about that, I became more direct about it. It may sound really callous, but worrying about what other people think is exhausting. I'm not rude about it, and I've never come across somebody who's been intentionally rude to me. Breaking the news. There's going to be a theme with these types of blogs. As always, you do you. This worked for me. So far, I've not hit a significant issue with this approach. Be honest. Tell who you feel comfortable. Break the news at the right time when you have their full attention. Tell them what you're happy with other people knowing. Do it in the right way for you. 
If you're in the same position, I hope this helps in some way. If you know somebody in a similar position, I hope it gives you some insight. If you've no experience at all, and I hope you never do, I hope it's been an interesting read or listen at least. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to read the blog, you can find it on Life After Cancer. It's life-after-cancer.com. Take care.